and welcome to Are You Afraid of the Sax? My name is Sadina Shaver, and I'm a Children's Services Librarian at the Barbara Bush Branch in Cypress Creek for Harris County Public Libraries. Are You Afraid of the Stacks is a segment where we talk about the spookier side of children's literature. And my name is Jennifer. I am the Senior Adult Program Specialist at the High Meadows Branch Library. And today we're going to be talking overall subject choice, but we're going to specifically cover the Arl Stein Give Yourself Goosebumps Welcome to the Wicked Wax Museum, which debuted in 1996. It was written by R.L. Stein, one of the masters of children's horror, and it was published by Scholastic. Mm. There are quite a number of Give Yourself Goosebumps books, but there's only a few of them in the system. I highly recommend seeking them out if you get the chance. Mm -hmm. Jennifer and I rediscovered a very exciting kind of happy nostalgic moment of childhood. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, this was really, really fun. And I didn't realize how much fun it was going to be until I started it, right? Right. So, so fun. Welcome to the Wicked Wax Museum we actually got on Libby. There are a select number of titles on Libby, but as we've said before in previous episodes, our interlibrary loan service is amazing and you can always ask your local library for interlibrary loan copies of the Give Yourself Goosebumps books. And we chose Give Yourself Goosebumps because we were discussing aspects of choice. The choice is to read horror. The choice is to put down horror when it's too spooky. Mm -hmm. The choice is to engage with spooky shows and music and spooky stories around campsites and on the Mm -hmm. playground. And we talked about it and we decided there's a couple of different ways, right, that you can do a Give Yourself Goosebumps and Mm -hmm. then talk about it in this particular manner. And we decided that what would be the most fun would be to each read the same book, but to choose one path and not tell the other what we were doing yeah and compare our notes for why we chose that path (laughs) yes so we don't know how we end up on (laughs) this specific bug (laughs) we're all gonna find out together which I think is gonna be so fun (laughs) before we roll forward I just want to mention that give yourself goosebumps is recommended for reading ages 8 to 12 years old grade levels 4 through 6 just because of the topics that are Mm. mentioned in it and then just a quick note about the wax figure in the cover she creeped me out (laughs) because of her like melty wax I was like like my skin started to crawl a little bit absolutely enjoyed it (laughs) yes it took me a little while to figure out who she was but I really liked it because wait who is she oh we'll talk about it later when we get into the series okay Okay. so I only read you know one path but I got curious because there's multiple endings that's kind of the fun of the book Mm -hmm. and so I actually went online and I looked up what all the different endings were and I'll explain who she is when we get there okay (laughs) (laughs) so as we started reading it the book opens up as if you are one of the main characters and I wrote down a really long note here because I think this is what gave me such an overactive imagination Mm. Um, you know I read all of these when I was younger as they came out and I always insert myself into stories now as if I'm either like one of the characters or maybe like a friend of all the main characters and I think that's where it came from was playing out the story in these give yourself goosebumps and also the choose your own adventure stories those were all released around the time that I was mm, tween so Mm. I just really love them and I think this is where my overactive imagination comes from (laughs) (laughs) you know that was a good time to experience those books though because I feel like one of the better survival 
survival tactics I've earned in my adulthood was definitely something that you experience while doing books like Choose Your Own Adventure or Give Yourself Goosebumps. The fun is to read it through once on one Mm -hmm. path and then to go back through and try to figure out how much more of the story you can flesh out by going down the other paths. Mm -hmm. And as you get older and you grow up and you realize that you have more than one choice on your plate because you are now the adult who has to make the choice, (laughs) Um, getting to see those different choices kind of play out, imagine Mm -hmm. as you would go kind of helps a lot. And so reading these books, I think probably prepared us for that. I think so, because there are times when I sit and I really play out in my head two different choices for any sort of situation. Like, would this possibly work? I don't think it's going to work thinking long term. And and I think it really is directly related to being able to play out choice making and problem solving with these types of choose your own adventure, make your own choices types of books. And that's Mm -hmm. why I highly recommend them because they're just so well written the choices are something that you probably won't encounter in a daily you know but (laughs) it helps it really does help (laughs) Mm -hmm. I will say one thing too about the format that we had to read because we read through the Libby Mm -hmm. app I worried a little bit about the electronic interface but the ebook comes with links Mm -hmm. and so as you read you get to just tap the link on your choice and it sends you to your choice instead of you know the old days (laughs) where you had to to flip flip through through. (laughs) yeah this was so much easier to navigate although going back back that's why I didn't go through and do multiple choices because I was like I don't want to go back (laughs) so I just read the one (laughs) and one more note about reading the ebook I read it on my desktop and it was the two-page view Mm -hmm. and I noticed that the further I got into it the more distracting the page without your path was and so yeah I decided about halfway through to change the page view to the one page Mm -hmm. instead of side by side view and that helped a bit more as far as immersion yeah I also recommend dark mode if anyone Mm. prefers that it helps with the eyes I feel it really helped my eyes when I was looking through this and writing notes and going back and forth between my phone and then writing Mm. so I would recommend that as well but spot on with the one page view because I did this on my phone so I only had the one page view so that was I feel like if I had done it on the iPad I might have had the two pager so yeah yeah, great recommendation (laughs) so to start us off I'll talk a little bit about Mm. the setup of the story because Mm. very first like what three or four pages or something yeah yeah it's all the same. So the book comes with a funny warning mm-hmm. for choose your own adventure rules <laughs> to the R.L. Stein book. And honestly, they kind of just got me hyped about reading it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> And it starts off, you are going on a field trip to a wax history museum and your history teacher, who is kind of a dork, or you and your classmates think he's a bit of a dork, mm-hmm. has gotten you in the day before the grand opening because he's donated a ton of money to yeah. the museum, which mm, not realistic. I was yeah. like, okay, R.L. Stein, yeah. you know better. <laughs> You know what teachers make. (laughs) So you're on the bus and you get to the museum, but you and your two best friends have been separated from the group because you are the troubled children. Mm -hmm. And you have to wait outside of the exhibit for the rest of your class to come. Well, your friend Jake is like, I'm going to go into the exhibit Mm -hmm. anyway. (laughs) And your first choice is, do you choose to go after Jake, after he's disappeared behind a wall and you hear struggling, or do you go try to find an adult? Mm -hmm. And I chose my path thinking about what child city would have done and child sitting and knowing fully well that she should have gone to go to get an adult would have gone instead to get her friend (laughs) so I'm a little bit more impulsive as a human to begin with I want to try to solve the problem first and then I usually wait until I'm in so deep I can't help myself anymore and I have to ask for an adult to appear (laughs) and I mean like full-blown panic attack everything is ending I've messed up (laughs) 
I'm very stubborn. Do not recommend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Okay, I went in after Jake, but not for the same reasons. I wouldn't after Jake because normally I would not. I would automatically get an adult just because I recognize that I can't handle this situation. I'm not emotionally or mentally sound to handle this. <laughs> and so I would almost always go and run and get a teacher. I wrote down, I always take chances in books. Normally I'd seek help first, but in a book, third caution to the wind, let's go on in. <laughs> well, and that's supposed to be the fun part about horror yeah. too, you know, is to throw caution to the wind, make the choice that you wouldn't yeah. traditionally make. <laughs> No, I was trying to live as authentically as possible. (laughs) And I was like, what would book Jennifer do? Book Jennifer would absolutely go in. So I chose to go into the back room. Mm -hmm. Well, Jake is passed out on a conveyor belt. Mm -hmm. And you and your other friends are trying to decide whether or not you're going to try to go after Jake before he disappears Mm -hmm. off the conveyor belt. Or you have now heard shuffling and seen a shadow in a corner. I, once again, chose to go after Jake. But at this point, (laughs) it actually was not altruistic anymore. The first time, yes, impulsive. But the second time, it was not altruistic. It was because the idea of trying to fall Follow something dark and shuffling into the shadows Mm -hmm. scares me inherently anyway. (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put the idea of my friend maybe being harmed on a conveyor belt ahead of... Mind you, I am two choices into this book. And my next note is I regret my choice immediately. Because you turn the page and you've already lost Jake. He disappears. You didn't make it in time. And I was like, oh no, I've already lost. This is going to not end well. I'm not going to be able to make an entire episode of this with Jennifer because I chose wrong. But I stuck to my choices. Yep. I went after Jake as well. I wrote down, I was like, we are on a mission and we cannot get sidetracked from the mission. But also things in the shadows, big no. So we avoided the shadows for the same reason. Yeah. It is common knowledge amongst my peer friends and family members that I don't do haunted houses and stuff. Like, <laughs> I love to consume horror in media form, books, movies, TV. I do not want to go to a fake haunted house because I just don't. <laughs> That's where that came in. I was like, no, no, no. It's too much like a haunted house. I can't do it. <laughs> the next thing is it shows that the conveyor belt was heading towards the next phase and it's called the steaming room. And knowing that it's a wax museum book, I was like, "Mm, I don't think I like that. So you get into the steaming room and you get trapped. There are some maybe not great guys that are preparing big test tube type things in the steaming room and you get trapped in one of these tubes and your choice is then to either try to escape or reserve energy. And this was actually the most difficult choice for me because I was like, I want to escape, but my impulsive choices so far have kind of bit me in the butt. So I think I'm going to reserve my energy. So I reserved my energy And then my next note is I'm starting to second guess my choices again. (laughs) And this is kind of the fun of reading it. You know, you're going through and you're making these choices and then it's like, cool, you made a choice. Did you get screwed? Yes. Yes. And it's like, oh no. I felt like I was rushing to the end of the path and yeah. I want to keep reading. I don't want to die. And like, right. that's kind of the excitement, you know, yeah. you want to keep reading. You want to keep experiencing yeah. this like, creepy story. And I was like, all right, I really thought I was a goner, but the steaming room wasn't a death warrant. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. And then I was like, but also don't get cocky. <laughs> right. Down. Yeah. Right. So I also chose to save my oxygen. But the reason why is because I am a fan of 80s, 90s, campy horror films. Okay. And so I am always yelling at the TV characters to read. 
reserve their oxygen. Guys, you know better. Stop screaming. You know what's about to happen. You need to reserve your oxygen. So I was like, if I'm yelling at them all the time, why would I not do the same thing and reserve <laughs> my oxygen? So that's why I chose that. <laughs> I find it funny that so far we've had the exact same path, but for vastly different reasons. <laughs> I absolutely love it because I didn't think we were going to. I was like, no, <laughs> which makes sense because we had extremely different motives for our choices, even if the choices were the same. Yeah. How strange, but like really fun. Yeah. Because I always yell at them. I always yell at them to be like, you are so, mm, you're not making smart choices right now. So I was like, I have to make the smart choice. I had to stop the book and look at myself and really delve deep into my soul and be like, you have to make the smart choice. You have to reserve the oxygen. (laughs) (laughs) It was an existential crisis. So the story continues. You continue into the next phase, which is called the skin scraping room, which imagery. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was where I made a note to myself because I was like, I wish that they had given us a choice here because I would have chosen not to get back into the tube, which is the friend choose to do is they get back in the tube. Yeah. But I think part of that is because the tube thing scared me by now. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. When they mentioned skin scraping, I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. And then you come into this other room and there's a pre-recorded announcement and the pre-recorded announcement is watch your step, please, as you are leaving your Mm -hmm. capsule. And I was like, that's weird. That sounds like at Astroworld. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, was this entire scary endeavor actually just like a Jurassic Park live the experience history thing. Yeah. I kept thinking of a fun house. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like a fun house. Yeah. It's like, it's not actually nefarious. It's just the perception because you're not with Mm -hmm. the group. You're not being led. Right. You're in the behind, like on the Simpsons, you don't watch it, but the Simpsons have this one episode where they go to itchy and scratchy world, which is like a horror themed cartoon theme park. (laughs) And, and it's all very like kitschy cartoon violence, but Bart and Lisa get stuck behind the scenes and it's yeah. way more nefarious when you're behind the scenes because mm-hmm. you're young and lost and interesting. Yeah, that was not what it was, you know. No, 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 <laughs> you no, 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 no. Begin to think that. <laughs> so the next choice that you have to make has to do with when you're reading the book. Yeah. And I happen to be reading on a weekday. So Me too. The, yes. So the ride starts back up again. And so you had to solve a maze. I don't know about you, but I really liked this maze. I absolutely loved it. I have it right here. What I was doing. Oh my God. I love that. It was so good. Okay. The maze, it got me because at first I was looking at the maze and I was like, all right, I kind of figure out, you know, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And as I solved it, it's like, all right, only you can. And I was like, oh, it must be only you can stop them. As I'm going through it, I begin to panic because the next letter isn't what I expected it to be. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, okay, what am I doing? And it turns out to be an entirely different message. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh. But that was part of the fun, you know, because you think you know the solution. You yeah. think you know where the story is going to go. I also want to mention that the ebook didn't take away from the maze because mm. I had an option to click on it and it enlarged so that I can see it fully and enjoy it. So nice. um, it was really nice. So once you get there, if you get there, it's really a good experience. You know, I hadn't thought of that because since I was working on my desktop, I printed the maze and oh. actually worked it like traditional pen and paper. Yeah. <laughs> fun. Yeah. And... This is about where I wrote my notes to myself saying, I'm having way too much fun reading this book. Yeah. I'm getting way too hyped about surviving. It was so fun. Because <laughs> at this point, I feel really good. I'm feeling really good about myself. And I'm like, man, I got this in the bag. I just had to play this as an adult to really, really get there. <laughs> 
so the next choice, so Jake is being held sort of in this like room where there's the curator of the mm-hmm. wax museum, history museum. And he's like, clearly like maybe not a great guy. Mm-hmm. And there are these rope options to get you to get to Jake or to safety. Yeah. And the two options are really, really thin and can't hold your weight mm-hmm. or much thicker, but starting to fray. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I panicked because I was like, I'm a big girl. So neither <laughs> one is going to support my weight. <laughs> But I chose to use the thick fraying ropes because I figured they wouldn't snap until the height of momentum on the swing. Okay. I chose the thin rope. Really? Because I always see in the movie they use the fraying rope and it snaps. Oh, yeah. So Yeah, of course it's going to snap. Yeah. So I chose a thin one. And this is where we're going to separate because I die. The thin (laughs) rope, it falls. (laughs) I I end the game. I survived. I won the thick fraying rope I you know I guess it was probably right that because in my mind I was like okay if it's fraying it'll break I was like but what actually snaps fraying rope is the weight and momentum Mm -hmm. during the curve when you swing it so I was like all right I'm gonna take the risk and Mm -hmm. hope that it snaps on the height of the the projection and that I did I won I landed on the bad guy saved Jake everything was great Mm -hmm. I was like whoa that was I'm gonna go back and do it again yeah Yeah, I ended it. I died. I was like, man, that's where the horror movies did me wrong. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what I expected. It was so fun. It was so, so fun. And I wish I would have gone and done it again like you. So now I'm excited to hear your other choices that you made. So the first big choice, obviously, was to go get an adult. Yeah. Well, it turns out that the ticket lady or the person who was sitting in the ticket booth, but Uh you guys didn't actually go to it. The class didn't because they were guests. She was a wax figure. (gasps) She was not real. (laughs) Oh my God. Then you have to go outside and try to find a grown up. And some guy comes up in a limousine and he's like, I'll help you get in. And I was like, oh, this is not going to end well. And he's a bad guy. And so I didn't want to get in the car. And so I didn't get in the car because as a child, I absolutely would right, not yeah. have gotten in a car with a stranger. Stranger and danger, stranger <laughs> danger. Right? Like, And then the, the book ended. Yeah. It was, that was it. You choose an adult, you go outside and you don't get in the car. And then it was like, well, then uh, your friend gets in and they drive off and you're left there looking like, a joke and I was like what what but <laughs> that like, really so- happens in real life where you're just like I made the choice and this is what I get yes so I was like, all right, that didn't. Yeah. So I, I went back to the very beginning. I chose yeah. to get in the car. Yeah. And the bad guy, it's not great. And it's super suspicious. It's a Goosebumps book. And I was like, something bad has to happen. The limousine is completely stacked like an Uber. It's got drinks and snacks and stuff. There's a phone in the car and you have to call out, I guess, for help. And I went through all the choices. Like one of the phone call options is a red herring. You get a busy tone. Actually, a couple of them are busy tones. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple of choices at some point where you open up a, a fake bottom the car yeah. and he stops over a shoot and you get sent down a shoot back into the museum and so now you're like <laughs> no. in the basement no. of the museum no yeah it's cold like it, there's spiders yeah. there's it's not great you either have to crawl back out of the shoot or mm. you have to try to like pick a lock but the lock is covered in spiders y'all i hate spiders when i tell y'all i hate spiders i, I hate have, them too there's fight flight or freeze i have literally punched a spider because i couldn't run away <laughs> I would freeze. <laughs> We've talked about this before, how I would never visit Australia because of the spider season because that just freaks me out. And yep. Australia is such a beautiful country and I would... Country? Continent? Country? Country. Both? 
It's a continent and a country. Australia is such a beautiful place, but I would never go just because of the spiders. They're very scary. That spider season is very scary. So I, I get it. Yeah. Well, I decided that I was going to overcome my spider fear because I was not going to try to shimmy back up a chute. <laughs> and it turns out that that was the right choice because the lock disintegrates and it's rusted <laughs> to the point of dust. But then you get out and you get into this room and it's clearly either the laboratory or the living spaces of the curator of the museum. Mm-hmm. This is the benefit to choosing more than in one path yeah you find out more of the backstory the horror yeah. aspects of it he is a mad scientist his daughter passed away when she was young mm-hmm. he recreated something in her image but it's the wax museum yeah. doll which is the thing on the cover oh That's, okay yeah. there's okay. a news article describing her passing mm-hmm. and she looks like the girl on the cover okay that's interesting and creepy mm-hmm. and there's like a ton of other things her name is yeah. Sybil Wicked and there's a ton of other options I went back and forth and back and forth and mm-hmm. some of them are like really spooky at one point you know a choice I made was to stay in the closet and not risk going further into it yeah and then you see like an eye in the closet like through the Ooh. keyhole looking yeah. at you and yeah just lots of different choices a lot of them you die so apparently yeah. the alternate endings there's only like three out mm-hmm. of the 23 alternate endings wow and three of them are yeah. considered good the rest of them wow end badly. Um, But isn't that the way of it, right? Yes. For for most of the choose your own adventures and give yourself goosebumps, I remember like, okay, I guess I got to go back and like redo that choice because like, (laughs) here's that the end again. (laughs) Yes. And the cool thing too that I found out about this with all the different alternate endings, so that shadow shuffling noise that we ignored Mm -hmm. in the very beginning, yeah, that's actually a character from another give yourself goosebumps book. Oh, fuck! Yeah, he makes a cameo here and I was like, oh my god, that's actually really cute to have like crossovers. I love that. Oh my gosh, I love that. And he's not the only one. There's actually another crossover character too in this book. Oh my god. Oh, the teenage me who fell in love with horror through R.L. Stein and authors of the like really just fully enjoyed this experience. It was so fun. I was so heartbroken to not share it with my daughter because she's only seven and like she can't <laughs> get fully grasp this, you know. So I was really, really sad that like I like come do this with you. Like, no, you can't do this. This is too this might be too scary for you. <laughs> I absolutely enjoyed it. We'll have to see if Taylor will do it with Kai because isn't Kai a little older? Yeah. Well, I mean, I do have some book recommendations. So, you know, we've talked about Choose Your Own Adventure. There are two types. There are the chapter books that we are familiar with that came out when we were younger. And Oh, are you going to mention the nonfiction ones? I don't even know if these are nonfiction, but there's a set for younger kids. And I don't know if it's nonfiction. So there's a nonfiction series that's like Choose Your Own Timeline. And you get to live through historical events. Oh, I saw that when I was looking at... Okay, my daughter has also been... We went to the school book fair, which was really fun. And they have this set of series, which we don't have in the library. But again, you can enter our library on it. It's called Escape This Book. And it's meant for her age range, which she's seven years old, first grade. And each page has a puzzle and you work through the book solving different types of puzzles. We finished it today and she actually learned about Sudoku, which was really interesting, you know? 
Yeah. So these books, no, these are fiction books. It's the same Choose Your Own Adventure, which Choose Your Own Adventures are by various authors. So we can't give you like a listing. But like we've mentioned before, talk to your local library. There's a set for ages five through eight, and then another set for ages nine through 12, which is a little bit more grown up content. So Mm -hmm. something for everybody, because I put those on hold immediately today. (laughs) (laughs) They're really fun. I highly recommend rediscovering that like little nugget of childhood because it's not a long phase it's a very like quick and in-depth and very hyper fixated phase Mm. and I really really enjoyed reliving that and do it with your children because it's Mm. so fun just to be like well I would choose this like as an (laughs) adult you know (laughs) and like this is why I would choose it or when I was your age this is my choice you know those sorts of things like just so much fun I really just oh gosh I had so much fun doing it it was such Mm -hmm. a fun blast from the past it really was as we mentioned before any of the books that we've talked about the choose your own adventures the goosebumps give yourself goosebumps they're all available at your local library talk to your librarians utilize our interlibrary loan service you can also check out our website www.hcpl.net and we will see you guys next month for a whole new set of recommendations see you guys next month bye bye